my god, hi! Welcome back to another episode of my Inside Boys podcast. It's almost 6 a.m. on a Friday, and here I am. I can't sleep. I was like woken up by the worst chest cough in the world, even though I just got a humidifier and it's like really helping. But I think it's just like what I eat, basically. Um, I'm consuming like ginger and uh, I was going to say haldi, but maybe you don't know what that means, uh, like turmeric and that's anti-inflammatory, but it's drying, right? It like dries and it's very cold here where I live and it's very dry and it just snowed like a shit ton yesterday. Anyways, anyways, moving on. I wanted to jump on here because I was watching a TikTok and I've been seeing this for like years now and at first I was like oh I resonate I relate I I know what that feels like uh like men are trash blah 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 they are and I'm going to talk about that because men are trash and I mean that in the most loving non-resentful non-hateful way and I'll talk about that because I was on my walking pad yesterday, which is like my favorite thing in the world. And I was sort of processing like, what does it mean to be a, uh, a woman that is so, that knows her worth, right? And when you know your worth, you know that you're better than any man that you've ever met before and any man that you'll ever meet. But you mean that in the most loving way you mean that and I meant that in the most like I don't hate you I don't hate you for being better I I don't hate you because I'm better than you right it's like I also don't take accountability away from you for not trying harder but I don't hate you because I'm better than you I am just better than you because that is a fact. That is not something I'm saying because I'm emotional or because I don't like you or because I'm trying to like gather this fake sense of confidence. No, I know that you as a man, when I meet you, when you come up to me at a bar, when I go out with you on a date, when I settle down with the man of my dreams, I know that I'll be inherently better than you at all stages. Since I was fucking born till the day that I die. And a real man, my man, my soulmate, like, will know that inherently. And that's what makes men like women. Because they know that women are better than them. And they know that it is a gift to be on the same planet as a woman. They know that. And it's not because, and they know that and they feel that, not because they feel not confident in themselves, not because they hate themselves, it's because they love women. And that is the man that I want to be with. And that is my man. That is the man that is my soulmate. Um, so knowing that, understanding that inherently, um, and that feeling has always been there within me, right? And that's feel that feeling is in every woman too. Like, I know I'm better than you. I know I'm smarter than you. I know when I open up my mouth, it's anything that comes out of it is going to be more profound, more insightful, smarter, better, funnier, like everything, right? When I walk into a room, 
all eyes on me. All the time. Above any man. No man is going to have the presence like a woman. And no man that I've ever met, no matter how confident, no matter how rich, no matter how handsome, no matter how smart, no matter how funny, whatever it is, as soon as I walk into a room, you are being eclipsed by me. And that is nothing that I am doing. I am just existing. I am just in this world being me. I don't have to try hard. I don't have to wear anything that attracts attention. I don't have to do anything. I don't have to say anything. I just have that. Men that hate women also know this fact. They just hate it. They resent it. They are jealous of it. They're intimidated by it. And they hate themselves more. Men that love women also know this, but they are in awe of it. They worship it. They want to expand it. They, they just, they're just happy to be nominated, right? So you see the difference. In saying that, I believe, going back to this TikTok that I saw, this girl was like explaining like, oh, what a bad date. I just got stood up, blah, 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 blah. And I've seen many TikToks like this over the years, like I said. And usually, like I said, I would be able to relate to that double tap, like, same girl, same, like, blah, blah. I scroll past, I I listen to it, maybe, and then I scroll past it. I'm like, oh, man, something's not sitting well with me. First, it's just, like, stop talking about your bad dates. Stop talking about your bad dates. Just, just, like, move on from them. Because your bad date, if you had a bad time on a date, it's because you were depending on him to make the date better than it was. And they will never do that. A common man that is out on a date, especially if you meet them online, and I've talked about this before, women should not be dating online. You should not be online if you're a woman or a woman presenting, trying to find love. You should not be online. Because... Your energy is completely squandered and uh, dimmed and disappears in that much masculine energy slash not masculine energy. That much guy energy, that much like man energy, not necessarily masculine, but man energy, a woman's divine femininity gets lost especially online. So you really have to like curate. And if you're feeling an inclination to like stay home and never leave your house when it comes to like meeting people uh, for romantic, uh, like for romance, listen to that. Because that's your body. That's your intuition. That's a higher power within you saying there's too much garbage energy that you don't need to be putting yourself in. Look within. You don't need to be putting yourself out there. Look within. Because there's something there that you need to pay attention to. You need to address. You need to discuss with a therapist. You need to talk to friends about family. Whatever you're drawn to. However (coughs) you're drawn to express this. Whether it's just talking to yourself. Just like I do. Right? But it doesn't mean that you need to put yourself out there. Right? If you're feeling internally called to like not put yourself out there, to stay home 
and to like eat comfort food and stuff. Obviously, if you're like depressed and mentally ill and stuff like that, that's different. There's nuance to this, right? But in general, if you're intuitively called to stay at home, do that. Don't put yourself out there. Don't fucking listen to people online saying, ah, you just need to like get out of your house. No, do an evaluation, do an internal audit of what you're feeling and what you're going through and follow that, right? Another reason why women should not be online, looking for validation online, because you're never going to get it. And if you do, it's not going to be real. It's not going to touch any part of you that's going to mean something. And it's not even going to touch the surface. It's lies, right? And I say this with love and I say this knowing men online. I've dated online for fucking years and I get it now. I get why it's set up for men to deepen their role in the patriarchy and also women, right? It's, it's set up to fuck up women and fuck up men, to be honest, because men don't win in the patriarchy either. They're just categorized in this really limiting way that doesn't give them room to grow. And a real man that is generous, that has a big heart, that has big dreams, that has big ambition, he is not online because it's limiting. It's not giving him the room and the space that he needs to really, you know, be himself because he's a big guy. He has a big personality. He takes up space. If you're a man that's dating online constantly and strictly, you're... I'm sorry, but you're another cog in the patriarchal machine and you're never going to get out of it unless you look within, stop putting yourself out there and fucking actually get out of it. But so women, (coughs) I have this worst, this disgusting cough. Ew. So yeah, so I was watching these TikToks and they're just awful. They're just filled with women just saying how frustrated they are and like how men are trash. And I, again, I know that men are trash, but you can't say men are trash from a hateful place because that's actually a reflection of how much you hate yourself. Whenever you hate somebody, whenever you think this extremely negatively and polarized about somebody else, especially an entire group of people, you are projecting your self-hatred onto them. And I did that for years. I did that for years. Men are trash. Men are garbage. I hate them. I used to like fight them, right? I used to think of scenarios where I'm like, I'm going to burn his house down and I'm going to do this and I hate them. And I used to drive and I used to see a man driving and I used to want to kill him. Like I was just in my man-hating era. And I didn't know what a wounded, sad place I was coming from. But all I knew is that I needed to spew this poison onto them, just like a Scorpio, right? An unevolved Scorpio. And I was definitely unevolved. But now, I just realized this yesterday, as I am healing my daddy issues and really coming to terms with, you know, 
what a father figure means in my life and how important and how big it is <clears throat> in my life anyway. I realize I actually just don't hate men. I don't. I think they're the coolest to quote share. I think they're great. I think they're sexy. I think they really do add a lot. I just know that I'm better than them. Any man. Put any man in front of me. I am better than you. And again, I say that from a really loving place. And so if you're dating right now online and you're a woman and let's say you meet somebody, that is the, and it's not a fake it till you, you can't fake this because if you fake confidence like this, it's going to show because it comes from a, a bad place and that speaks before you do, right? So you've doomed every possibility of finding love and of finding completion within yourself and of finding wholeness within yourself when you're coming from this really wounded, <clears throat> poisonous place, right? And that's when your body will call to you like, hey, we need to figure this out. We need to fucking heal this first. But if you're constantly going on dates and they're constantly bad, the call is coming from within the house, right? The call is coming from inside the house. It's not them, it's you. And it could be them. It probably is them, but it's more you, right? And so you have to do the hard thing and turn inward. Nobody wants to do that. We always give men flack for not turning inward and not being able to reflect. And that's true. Like we should give them flack for that. But we also have to talk about, are we able to look within and make the hard decision to stop desperately casually and serially dating to actually take the time to heal our wounds to not even heal them to at least look at them because if you're dating online just like I was and constantly dating and casually dating and like dating <clears throat> like being a serial dater right looking for love looking for monogamy looking for loyalty looking for kindness looking for understanding I was that, but you're coming from this like hateful, clingy, needy is not bad. Being needy is not bad. Everybody has needs. If you have a need, you're needy, okay? So just fuck off. But if you're clingy and you're desperate, which I was, and I fall into it as well, okay, that is going to show. If you can't confidently say that you're okay being alone for the rest of your life and you're not content right now without saying, I wish I had that, I wish I had this. If you stopped striving today and you were okay with that and everything stayed the same today for the rest of your life and you're okay with that, you're ready to date. You're genuinely okay with that. That's when you're ready to date. And at that point, if you get to that point, you probably wouldn't even want to date because you're like, I am really good with everything that's happening right now. And I'm very content. I'm fulfilled. If I die today, I am okay. And that's what I, um, that's in my mind, that's when the magic happens because you're not looking for anything. You're not chasing anything. That saying, I don't chase, I attract, 
That's literally you're embodying that. You don't even have to say that. You just embody it. And then when you go out, you know, the the few times that you go out, it shows that speaks before you do that energy energy always speaks before you do always and you will get the right people coming up to you you will get and i truly believe this i'm not saying this coming from the other side i don't have anybody i am very alone but the reason why i i really feel this is because i probably had the best valentine's day ever this year And I was completely alone. No prospects. I didn't spend it with family or friends. I was alone in my house. And I did a full day of work. Maybe worked a little bit overtime. And I logged off. And the whole day I woke up. And I I woke up on the 14th of February. And I was smiling. And I was elated. I like... I like giggled the whole day. I dressed up in red. I put on my heart-shaped earrings. I put on my red bow and I I did my meetings. I went to meetings and I was just on a high. I felt like I was on a high and I couldn't. And I asked myself constantly, like, why am I so happy? Like I bought myself chocolate truffles. I made a heart-shaped cake. You know, I was... It was just in I, in the moment, I was so grateful. And I still am. Like, I'm still riding that high. Um, yesterday was a little bit of a crash, probably because of the sugar. But also because I just have never felt that happy and content before. I, like, doing nothing. I just, it was just a normal day for me. But it felt so much more. It felt... It felt, it felt, I didn't, I didn't want anything else. I didn't expect anything else. I didn't wish for anything else. I didn't wish to be somebody else. Yes, I saw all the fucking social media posts like, ah, my boyfriend this, my girlfriend that. And I'm like, okay, like that's affecting me. Like, duh, you know, that would affect any fucking single person, but I let that kind of walk through me um, and pro- I processed it. I was like, I'm still happy. How did this happen? You know, I did my skincare, I slept with my, my, my stuffed animals, my squishmallows. Um, you know, I put rice water in my hair. I j- just like every other day, but it was just so much fun to be me on that day. And I was like, oh, that's self-love. That's what self-love is. When you stop striving, how do you feel? When you stop wishing, when you stop, don't stop fantasizing. I never stop fantasizing. I watch fucking romance shows and read romance books for a living. Like I should get paid for that shit. You know, I eat that shit up with a spoon. But And I'm still very much a proponent of like having exit strategies of having like, you know, like, like getting lost in your dreams. Like, yeah, but none of my dreams now consist of me being somebody else. None of them. I am, I play me in the movie. I'm me. Nobody else is playing me. I don't want anybody else to play me. I'm me 
as I am right now. In this thick ass braid with my PJs on, no makeup, look fucking great. My freckles are like really, really evident this winter. I'm not really sure why. They usually are more evident like in the summertime, but like when I look at myself in the mirror, I'm like, oh wow, those are like, I'm getting my freckles have like multiplied. It's so cute. Anyways, but I'm me. When I am in a fantasy, even my dreams for the last few nights, I have showed up as myself, who I am, in all its glory, in all the flaws, in everything. And it's like, like finally, right? Finally. I'm, I, and yes, there's things that I wish I could change about my body. And yes, I nitpick still, but it's less. The noise has quieted. Aquarius season has allowed me to detach from a lot of the trauma that I thought I had to identify with to show up in the world. Aquarius season has allowed me to detach from a lot of uh, the ambition that I thought I had to have, the, the wishes that I thought I needed granted. Like, And it's funny because in tarot, the Aquarius card, one of the Aquarius cards in the major arcana is represented by the water bearer and the star, the star, the water bearer under the star and all tarot readers, me included. But now I think I'm going to change and adjust. That card represents like wish fulfillment, right? And I just, I, and last night I was just like, re, I was writing in my diary and I was like, I started to write again, which I've never done before, which I haven't done in a while because I think I just couldn't slow down enough. I just couldn't calm myself enough to pour my heart out, right? Um, but I was writing in my diary yesterday and I was saying, like like I said, like if if I died today, I would be happy. If I if my if the, if death came down for me death came for me today and and said okay this is your last hour on earth i'd be like okay okay i get to meet my dad i get to like oh yeah i get to meet my ancestors i get to like move on you know pisces rising i get to fucking move to another world the world that i probably belong to more than this one let's fucking go right? So I would be happy. I wouldn't regret anything, which is like bold to say, because I regret most things. And I'm always, always, my, my mandate has always been like, I want more, I want more, I want more. And finally, I feel like I don't want anything else. And that's what Sola Sonvar, when I fasted every Monday for, for Shivji, that's, that's what I was aiming for. I was aiming for a husband. Let's fucking be real. That's what that ritual is for. But I was really just aiming to, to s- just stop and open up and, and be happy with who I am. And I'm really happy with who I am. Yes, I have flaws. And yes, I try to fix them. And I try, I, like I said, I nitpick and I'm, you know, I'm like harsh on myself sometimes. But I saw this other TikTok and the girl is like, you should talk to yourself the way that you would want your partner to talk to you. And like, I, I took that, to, I, like I embodied that. 
I, I absorb that with like confidence. I'm like, yeah, you're fucking right. Like, why am I, you know, why am I not able to like talk to myself like I'm my lover? Why am I always hating on myself? Why am I, why am I, my, why am I my biggest hater? <coughs> There's no reason for that. Um, but yeah, like, so if you're a girl, if you're a woman, if you woman present, like, just get offline, get offline. If you're trying to date, get offline. Stop going on bad dates. Stop fucking up your energy. You're depleting yourself, um, for the sake of filling some sort of void that you think you have. First of all, you have no voids. We have no void. As a woman, you have no voids. Sorry, you have no imperfections. You're literally art. God put you on here to be worshipped. You're art. Every curve, every crevice, every corner, every flaw slash not flaw, every hair on your head, every non-hair on your head, every piece of skin, every, every morsel of you is art. You're perfect. You were painted and sculpted the way that God intended the ultimate artist. You are the muse. Always. That's my alarm going off. I don't set my alarm on my phone anymore. I found this like old clock radio in like my mom's closet or whatever. And so now I just wake up to like static from some random radio station, which is like way more um, disarming and way less jarring than like the fucking iphone alarm that that shit will forever give me ptsd but yeah you are art you are perfect when you when you meet a man you have nothing to be afraid of you have nothing to be nervous about like he's nervous every time a man meets you he is always nervous every time he talks to you he's nervous who would it be when they approach literal perfection when they approach when you are in a museum just think about it when you're in a museum let's say and you're looking at art and then you approach this fucking sculpture when you're in the fucking Sistine Chapel and you look up and you see those fucking ceilings do you not shed a tear do you not get nervous do you not get a visceral reaction that is what happens when a man looks at you when he talks to you you're lucky if you're gonna hear words tbh i mean you should but it's really difficult for them to put those together and function at the same time and be charming and be handsome and be their best self but if they can show up as the best as their best selves they are very familiar with art right? Not in the slutty way, but in the way that they are very appreciative of art. They are connoisseurs of art. Not in the fuckboy way, but that they love art. That they acknowledge it as <clears throat> the greatest thing in the world. AKA women are the greatest thing in the world. And they acknowledge it. And not only do they acknowledge it, they love it. They worship it. They know it. And so... With that energy, 
going if you have that energy and you invoke that energy and embody that energy and you go on a date first of all you'll stop dating when you have that energy because you're like i there's no point in putting myself through this because i am art art doesn't need to be destroyed art shouldn't be destroyed or dismantled or disrespected or disregarded or not acknowledged or not worshipped what art deserves to be put on a pedestal art deserves to be like you should be in awe of art you know I would, I was, the word that came to mind was like, yeah, of course you're going to gawk at art. I'm fucking art. Of course you're going to gawk. Of course you're going to look, you know, don't catcall me. Don't fucking, don't cheapen the art, you know, your catcalls don't make me cheap, but it makes you cheap and it's disgusting. And I wouldn't want somebody like that looking at me. So fuck off. But, and I say that in the most loving way. I say that in the most respect, like respectfully. I love you, but don't be that, right? You're better than that. You're better than that. So when you have all of that going on inside of you, dating doesn't, <clears throat> doesn't really register as something to do. It's, it's just like, oh, I don't date. Oh, when was your last relationship? Like eight years ago. Oh, do you date? No. Okay. Right? Dating doesn't become something that you do. Dating is just whatever it is. And you don't look down on people that date. You don't hate dating. You're not against dating. But it's just, it doesn't, there's no room for that. Right? Because you're not chasing anything. So you're not going on dates to find anything. If you are dating and you're in this like sort of, I would say like this whole space, it's, it's for completely another reason. Thing that came to my mind was like, it's a business transaction or it's like a professional career move or it's like a, a mentor mentee. It's like in, uh, like, it's like a interaction within kink or some, some sort of sexual, like there's, there's something there that is drawing you to dating and it's not love. Okay. If you're, if you're a woman, woman presenting and you're whole inside, you're not dating. Right. But if you are and you're whole inside and you're woman, woman presenting, it's for not love. It's not for love and it doesn't make it bad. The only reason that you are, <clears throat> out with a man um and it's in romantic under romantic pretenses for love is because he pursued it you didn't do anything let's talk about that let's talk about pursual and all that because that's important right If you as a woman, and this is what I believe, if you as a woman want to find love and you want love from your soulmate, which is like valid because I want that, right? I want love from my soulmate, (coughs) but I'm whole and I'm healing and I'm unblocking and I'm, you know, happy in my fucking life and I don't want anything 
I don't want anything. I don't need anything. Right? I I just prayed to God last night saying, please stop making me desire things. And if that makes me lazy, if that makes me like whatever, stagnant, I don't care. I don't, I don't care because uh, first of all, I'm not stagnant. I'm ever evolving, just like a blooming rose. That's who I am. Non-ambitious, that is what I am. Non-goal oriented, that is who I am. I don't want anything. My, I think I said this, I talked about this already. My boss asked me like, Hey, let's talk about like your goals career wise professionally. I'm like, I don't know what to tell you. I just want to keep doing this for the rest of my life. If I did this job for the rest of my life, I'd be really fucking happy. Truly. I get paid well. Um, my bills are paid. I get to have some fun. Um, I don't, (laughs) I don't know. Like, I don't know what you want me to do. Like, I'm not looking to be a millionaire. I'm not looking to, like, do any of that. Like, I don't give a shit. You know? Like, I have some parameters and standards in terms of what I want to do professionally because that's what makes me happy and uh, mentally calm and peaceful and safe and secure and those those parameters are being hit like those boxes are being checked so it's like why would I want to do anything else oh well see my like don't you want better I what what's better than this you know what's better than this like I don't I don't care so when you're dating from that point of view get ready for like I said there like in my last episode, I was talking about the roster and how we have like a built-in roster already. Get ready for that roster to really make itself known. Like get ready for men to fall at your feet. And and also prepare yourself to like not want any of it. Like not care about it, not put any weight on it. And you will think, what is wrong with me? Am I okay? What is wrong with me? Why doesn't this feel good the way that it used to? Why do I feel completely neutral? Why do I just like not care? And then all that's what it means when men, these fucking love coaches are like, be unbothered, like be busy and, and don't make yourself so accessible. Like these are things that you, that, that you cannot fake. If you're fake being busy, if you're fake being unbothered, if you're fake not trying to care it comes off as desperate clingy and it is a repellent for anybody for men friends co-workers bosses whatever it is but if you're fully if you do the work and you know that right now if you were to be struck dead you'd be okay and if you were to if you were going to continue your life the way that you are right now for the rest of your life you would be okay that is the definition of detachment that is the de- definition of unbothered and that's the most attractive motherfucking thing if we're talking about attracting because we kind of are that is the most attractive thing that sweet spot that is what aquarius season prepares you for that is what you're being primed for 
to know that everything right now, as it is right now in your life, as it sits right now, is all you'll ever need. You have mastered detachment. And as soon as February 18th, 2024 comes around, which is on Sunday, which is the first day of Pisces season, everything will be like say goodbye to everything and everyone. It will dissolve all of it. Is that not exciting? If you are doing detachment right, if you've mastered detachment because you are so fucking whole in yourself, because you have finally made it to the point where healing is a lifestyle, it's embedded in you, where processing your emotions is natural, where feeling and following your intuition and your heart is the only way through And not to say that you won't have bad days or manic days or crazy days or days where you just feel like you want to die or leave or uh, change something. That's fine. That's human. You're in the human experience. Unless you have Pisces placements and then you know that this is just temporary. Neptunian placements, 12th house placements, you know this is just temporary. This is just a stepping stone to the next thing, to the next world, to the next realm right? So you will have those bad days. But if you know that you're solid within yourself and everything that you have in your life right now is solid and safe and secure, and you feel confident about doing this thing that you're doing today, every single day for the rest of your life, if you had to, that is a security that you've built and tapped into. And that was given to you when you were born. Dating from that space or like attracting love from that space is like inevitable. I give it, I give it a month. I give it two weeks, TBH. (laughs) You know what I mean? (coughs) That is incredible magnetic energy that you can't fake. Stop faking it. Stop. Because when you're faking it, you're not looking at the real problem. You're not addressing the wound. You're not healing the fucking wound. You're not, you're not looking at the issues, the real issues that are fucking you up. You're faking it. You're putting on a band-aid. And I did that for years, my whole life, arguably. Fake it till you make it, fake it till you make it. Why am I not confident? Fake it till you fake it, fake it till you make it. No. You really have to isolate and go within and reflect and start to get really real about who you are. And then you have to like hate that for a bit, but then you have to like understand it and accept it and under and understand it some more and then hate it probably for a few more years. And then you'll get to the point where you're like, oh, this is actually perfect. There is some intention behind my creation. There was time taken by the universe when they made me. Everything makes sense. I know what this is. And then you stop striving and then you're just like, oh, I don't need that. I don't need you. I love you. 
but I don't need you. And again, it doesn't come from like a fuck you place. It comes from if you went away today, I would mourn you and I would be sad for a bit because I'm processing the emotion, but I know that you're in a better place. And I know that maybe I couldn't, I <clears throat> maybe this place that we were in is not the place for you anymore. And it hurts and it sucks. Um, but, you know, farewell. And the clinginess just sort of doesn't make sense to be anymore. The desperation just seems like a weight instead of a way to connect. The trauma seems like it's in the way instead of a marker for self-identity. The baggage and the negativity just seems like an obstacle, right? It seems like this dark cloud that you're very well aware of now. That, oh wow, I was traveling under these clouds for so long. My life was so heavy and dark. And I don't want that anymore, right? I was saying to myself yesterday, I'm like, if it's not given to, like yesterday, so I ordered something from Apple and the way that Apple delivers is like they get somebody to like come to your house and like ring the doorbell. They don't leave it on the porch. They actually get somebody to like hand it to you hand in hand and sign for it. And then he leaves. So that happened to me yesterday and like a, a light bulb went off. Like if... My life is not set up in a way where somebody comes to my door and hands me something on a silver platter and says, hey, this is for you, Seema Kapoor, this is for you. Okay, I don't want it. And same thing, I like I stopped driving because, you know, <clears throat> I have issues. And my... Uh, And so I do Uber all the time. And so my way of getting around is calling a car and they are right there, right in front of my house for me to get in. I don't have to go through the cold. I don't have to suffer through turning on a car in the winter and waiting for it to warm up. I don't have to clean my car off with uh, from the snow. I don't have to worry about my driveway. I don't have to do shit. Okay, all I have to do is call a car and they'll show up. All I have to do is say what I need. I have to get to work and then it just shows up. The way it just shows up. It just shows up. It just clears for me. That is how I want my life to be. And I don't really care what anybody says in terms of like, oh, that sounds entitled. That sounds like blah, blah, blah. Only a person that has suffered the way that I have and that has lived in the fucking trenches and the mud and has healed that trauma and baggage can say what I say. If you're a nepple baby, if you're just like born with that, like fine, do whatever you want to do. But like you need a little you need a little reality check and and you need to get into the fucking trenches because I have no fucking sympathy for you and I don't want to fucking talk to you I don't even want I don't want to be you I don't I don't want to know what it's like to be you I don't want to know you I don't want to be your friend like like 
I don't give a fuck about these rich people anymore. I used to strive to want to be them or want to know them or whatever. I don't give a fuck about any of you. There's no illusion there anymore. I know what you are. You're just a bunch of desperate losers that hoard wealth and encourage genocide. Why the fuck would I ever want to get to know somebody like that? I don't even want to be in the same fucking on the same fucking planet as you. But here we are. Um Okay, yeah, this kind of went on a tangent, but I love you.